from the Nevada State Correctional Facility, one half of Caged Heat, Loca! Doing crazy times for my crazy crimes. You got me crazy going with these crazy rhymes. Yeah, this ain't no place for nobody. Yeah. <laughs> What's up, y'all? What's up, Mike? Welcome to the Mike Rand Show, and today's special guest is one half of the tag team Caged Heat from WOW Women of Wrestling. Please welcome Loka! <laughs> Loka! I love that, Mike. Hey guys, how are you? Thanks Good. for Good, how are you doing today? Me. I'm doing wonderful. Thank you so much for having me. I really appreciate it. You're welcome. We're so excited to have you here. I'm so excited. You were one of the best tag teams well you were the best tag team on wow um all the way there from the very beginning season one amazing can you tell us how did you get into wow oh my story is very uh particular um the girls have been training the whole time i mean i heard stories that they were training for months and months before the show even got um start to be become televised and um, so I get this call from a friend from junior high. I'm living in LA. And she says, hey, uh, I have, uh, she worked in a hospital. She said, hey, I got this guy here. He's visiting his dad and he's looking for uh, athletic actresses. And I told him that you were out there and I just moved out here. It was like 99, maybe end of, maybe the beginning of 2000. And uh and it turned out it was this guy that worked with WOW. Um, and I came into this, you know, audition and the girls were already training. And David McLean uh, showed me this pilot, which I did not like. I said, because I was like, I don't know what this show is. I don't know what's going on. And the pilot didn't even have any of the girls. It was just something they shot to, you know, for, for, to get money for the show. And then I said, I, I couldn't wait to leave. And David McLean's like, hold it, hold it. Um, how about you just uh, meet the girls? They're going to be here in a little bit. And I was like, okay, fine. So I go down to the dungeon of the forum, that's what we called it. And I see the two rings and the girls are just going at it, you know. And my eyes, I was just like, oh, I just found my tribe. And the one girl that I focused in on, was what we know is dealt a lot of pain. And I was like, I just gravitated towards her. I loved her energy in the ring. And I was like, oh man, I didn't know anybody's name. I didn't know anything. And then I said, okay. And then the next day I came in and I just started training and I didn't know what I was doing. I woke up the next day, like every single part of my body hurt. And I couldn't even, you know, people who work out, who do legs and stuff, and you can't like bend that's what it was but you know it just got easier and easier what had happened was uh one of the original girls for KHT got injured and the show was starting in about two or three weeks it was really 
one of those, like, we need somebody now. And I was blessed with timing. And um, so I went in and the next thing you know, the next day, this guy walks up to me. He's like, your name is Loca. And I was like, okay, I could, I, I, I jive with that. Three weeks later, Delta and I are walking down the ramp and it was, it's still, uh, I can't believe it. It's a dream. <laughs> it was crazy. <laughs> Had you ever watched wrestling before? I did. Uh, my uncle, um, I was born in Queens and my, my dad lived in Queens. My mom lived out in Long Island. And I would always be at my uncle's house in the Bronx, like probably like twice a month. And he was obsessed with wrestling. So I think it was like Sundays back in the, those times where um, it would be on on Sundays and we would just, and at first I used to be like, oh my God, this is like, this is so dumb. And then I just got so into it just because of the athleticism. I grew up around sports, you know, music and sports is, is what I was surrounded by and, uh, and the characters and stuff. So um, really loved it, but I didn't really, you know, I never went to a show and I didn't think it was possible. It was one of those things where I never thought that this would ever be something that would be a possibility for me, um, especially in my family, that I was the one that got the sports contract <laughs> compared to my brothers who are amazing athletes. So that was fun. <laughs> How athletic were you growing up? What kind of sports did you do? You know, I was never the best. That's a thing. But I always had this drive and this, you know, passion of, of striving to be the best. I uh, played I softball. I was a cheerleader. Um, and I was a catcher and center fielder. So I always had a, a big mouth as a catcher, you know, I always got the big mouth and directing everybody and a good arm. And I was fast, um, as a center fielder and, uh, but cheerleading of all sports, uh, was what really helped me, um, with wrestling because it's that rhythm. It's that, you know, this metrodome in your head of timing and it goes with, you know, comedy, it goes with drama and definitely with sports, obviously, right? It's physics. When to hit the ball, when to kick it, when to punch, when to duck. Um, and I was a gymnast and a swimmer as a child. So I was really a fish. I'm a Pisces, March 18th um, slash crazy, which is why it's perfect that my name is Loka. I'm a Pisces too. <laughs> Pisces and East Coast. You see, you know, we, we, we find each other. We yeah. find when's your birthday? Uh, on the 7th of March. Oh, nice, 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 nice. Yeah, so uh, you couldn't get me out of the water. Um, so the swimming and the gymnastics is really what kept my my core, all my muscles. So I was always, I always had like a little like muscular body uh, growing up. So I think that really helped a lot. And like I said, the cheerleading, I, I never knew. And the cheerleaders in high school, we got more hurt than the football players because we did mounts you know I always wanted to be the girl on top like oh no I was like the, the strong girl in the middle holding the whole thing up <laughs> now as a cheerleader who are you more like Patty Pep or Patty Pizzazz oh P-A-T-T-Y oh my god um I was not I was probably I was me I was like a, a Nirvana cheerleader I was in my own <laughs> in my own world um probably Patty Pep you know, she, she wore the patch eventually. I can roll with that. Oh, no, that's Randy Rara. Oh, Randy Rara, yes. Yeah, I, I meant healer, healer face because Pep and Pizzazz. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So heal, of course. Oh, oh she, she had, you know, besides Caged Heat, she also had that best theme music there, Patty Pizzazz and Patty Pep. 
Absolutely. Absolutely. My nephew, every time, you know, he was like two or three years old, he would always start like dancing to that. It'll get you going. We had, it was some great, great theme, theme music back in the day. How, how was the training like back then for you? You know, because like I said, I was the last person to roll in there and, um, and things were going, you know, I mean, Selena Majors had, was doing all this, the, uh, the training, putting everything together. And, um, so I was in a ring with, with, uh, Peggy a lot. Um, and she taught me, she called me Rose for like, I don't know, the first two weeks <laughs> I was there and I didn't say anything. I was like, this woman could call me. She's like, Hey Rose. So, uh, I'm going to teach you how to do this. And I was like, no problem. <laughs> she was just this giant woman to me um and just the the presence that she had as as a trainer um so i was there every day um and and then some you know i stayed i think it was only about three hours a day but i stayed from 10 a.m to 10 p.m as long and i just wanted to learn every single thing i just sat by selena and Peggy and just observed. I mean, that's how I learn mostly anything in my life is just observation. And, um, and I just wanted to know, and when I, when I get a hold of something, I want to know how it works inside out. And that's what was wrestling for me. So yeah, it was hardcore. It was hardcore, but the more you do it, you know, sometimes I like, I feel like my back gets better when I get inside the ring. I'm like, I don't go to a chiropractor. Let me just do a match. I'm good. <laughs> And you mentioned that you came in a little later. So the character of Loka then was actually developed before you came on, correct? Well, it was Vendetta. So uh, Vendetta, well, so it was Vendetta and Delta. And so it was never supposed to be, you know, the third. So then when I came in as Vendetta was uh, healing, um, uh, they had, they already had this whole, you know, the, the set list, I guess, the show list, whatever you call it, um, all ready to go. So I had to really just be like plugged in and I just hopped in and, and the rest is history. So when Vendetta, because we did have a Vendetta come into the show for a little while and then leave it, was that the same girl or was yep. that a different girl? Same girl. Okay. Same girl. And do you happen to know why you guys didn't then keep it as a trio? Um, well, we won the, she came in to win the belts, help us win the belts. And it was the best, um, moments when, uh, Vendetta and Peggy Lee Leather bumped each other and she just slammed Peggy and it was just incredible. I never heard a pop so loud. Um, it was because we just went on a hiatus and, you know, things were just kind of trying to reassess itself and, you know, wow was you could see was such a great company and it just didn't you know it just not it's not going away and so i think it was because we went on we just went on a, um, a hiatus and things just kind of changed from there now your tag team partner who's also am amazing dealt a lot of pain can you tell us a little bit about her and uh what kind of fun you guys had together Oh, like I said, the minute I saw Delta, a lot of pain in that ring. I didn't even know her name. I just saw her corn rolls. I just saw how she just commanded the ring and had fun. And I would, we just, we really just clicked. Um, the chemistry that her and I have to this day, we're still friends. You know, she's still my sister from another mister. Um, 
we were just on the same page um, in life. We were very um, spiritual people and we both had a sense of uh, she had a she had a daily blessings book. I had a daily um, grateful list. So we were very on the same page of being so happy and so grateful of what was happening, the opportunity. Um, and I think because we shine the lights on each other, that we both were bright. And so uh, she was just so fun. I mean, she really should have been called crazy because she's the one that got me going. Um, and just with improv, we just jived with improv and we always made jokes. You know, we were the only vegetarians on the team. <laughs> we're the big, the biggest, the meanest. Well, I wasn't the biggest, but I had a big mouth. Um, the meanest. And we were the only ones that had to have special <laughs> plates for us. <laughs> Yeah. So she was, she's a hoot. She still is to this day. Um, and I mean, like I said, we would play tricks. We would impersonate everybody on the team. I mean, I probably impersonated three people already on this interview without even realizing it. It's just how, you know, we got to, to, to be with each other. We just trusted each other. We trusted each other. People trusted us. And I think that's what it's all about. Yeah. And you did a lot of little skits in there too, in the Nevada State Correctional Facility behind bars. How was it like doing those little skits? Oh, it was such a, we had, we had the best, you know, I think one of the best, a riot had a good intro uh, video too. Um, but we had, we had a, you know, we drove over there. We had to speak to the warden, you know, it was like real deal Holyfield here. Um, it was a brand new prison. So we actually blessed the prison with caged heatness, um, before the guys came in. I always wonder like, like, um, if they would ever, if they were watching WoW and they were at the yard, like, yo, 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 that's my, that's my bunk, number 36. I think we were like 36 or 37. Like, I always wondered that. Um, it was incredible. I mean, it was, like I said, it was brand new prison. So um, that was nice. And it was a, it was a hoot because we just played off each other, like I said, and, and in improv, even though it was a, there was a skeleton script for us, um, McLean and the crew would just be like, here, this is what we want you to hit, just go. And in improv, you have to listen in order to respond. So we listened to each other and therefore we responded to each other and therefore, you know, the, it carried on. So, yeah. Now, somebody that played a major influence in Cage Cheat a little later on is your attorney, Miss Sofia Lopez. Can you tell us how she helped you get you out of prison? Oh, my Miss Sofia Lopez. Um, I've always uh, had such, she always had a little special place in my heart when I first met Sofia. Um, and I think it was because I knew that I can get her to help Caged Heat. Um, she uh, is brilliant. I mean, she's like the, the, if Chato and Safara, uh, Sophia Vergara had a baby, it's Sophia. <laughs> and um, she can just dazzle you with her words and with her beauty and with her charm. So I was like, she's the perfect person to, I'm like, look, my dad is a cop. I was like, I know how the system works. My dad was a New York City police officer, you know. Um, so I knew that she could help us out and, and defend us. And, and she, she's a hustler. So she was perfect for us. Now, you had so many great matches. I mean, the best tag team matches out there. Is there a match that was your favorite to perform? Oh, thank you. I appreciate that. Um, there were so many good matches. What was my favorite? Um, obviously, 
I wanted to to wrestle <laughs> that the pay-per-view. I love Easy Rider and Charlie and Peggy. I mean, Easy Rider is another one where we just had she's another one that gets everyone in stitches, you know. Um, and so there's a lot, a lot of comedy, a lot of charm going going around. So that was super fun. I couldn't wait to to wrestle her. Um, and Paradise and um the Persian Princess, that was a really fun, fun match where you could see uh, how Delta and I just are so rhythmically, rhythmically, is that a word? It is now, together um, in that. You could see the power, the power team that we had. So, yeah. Did you have a uh, favorite move to do in the ring? My favorite move was probably my big mouth talking. I think I, I think I got more tired from talking so much crap. It's so much energy. <laughs> um, but I loved um, just dro dropping off, dropping elbows, and you know, just just those short like clotheslines, and um, and uh, of course our we you know we took d the Dudley Boys. We Delta and I loved the Dudley Boys, and we would we would modify. You could see in some of our moves we could modify. So um, the clothesline up the top rope was always always a good one too. My hard time. Have you ever been hurt in the ring? Actually, yes. Um, it's one of those things where, as a wrestler, you you don't think about getting hurt. That's everyone's non-wrestling question. Like, do you ever think about getting hurt in the ring? You know, it's like, no, you don't think about that. So I was wrestling Roxy Powers and Tanja, the warrior woman. And I just got tagged in. It's the first, you know, my loca move. I would, you know, just go straight for the gut and go for a body slam. And so I went to kick and I didn't really make much contact. I don't know, uh, you know, it's just one of those things that it went wrong and my knee, something went wrong with my knee. And throughout the whole, I mean, I was doing, uh, I was dropping an elbow from the second rope. I was, everything was on that knee. And with adrenaline, you just keep going, you keep going. But every time I watch that match, every time I watch that match, I'm like, I watch that match all the time. But when I do come across that match, I know exactly how much pain I was in. And then we, and, and, and I, I was in denial. I was like, no, 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 I'm fine. I'm fine. I'm fine. I'm fine. And Delta and I ended up shooting. We had to shoot some stuff afterwards running up and down the stairs. And I had a stick shift car at the time. And that's when, when I went to pop it in gear and I was like, uh -oh, my, my knee. And I ended up uh, partially tearing my PCL which the doctor's like, this happens to race car drivers and ski, ski athletes. I'm like, I don't know. <laughs> Is there a certain type of match that you would like to see in WoW that WoW hasn't done yet? Let's see. Um, it has, you know, what hasn't been around is like a battle royale, you know, like yes, going back to I, I say that all the time. I was like, come on, you girls got to do another battle royale. I always joke with Stephen Dickey. I said, put it in the air. It's going to be called the Mike Rand battle royale. Totally. Absolutely. Because it's just old school. You know, it's kind of like that old school stuff where you just like, you just want to see everybody in the ring. You want to see what's going on. And, and it's a perfect way to introduce everyone and, and um, to get thrown out of the ring if you never have. Sometimes I'm like, what? Um, that would be awesome. Yeah. Yeah. And how do you think women's wrestling has evolved over the years? 
Uh, well, finally, like I said, it has definitely gotten the respect that it's always deserved. Um, women's wrestling, women, period. You know, we, we, we have all these adversities against us and then, and then in the sports world and then in the wrestling world. I mean, that is just such talk about like a man's world that was created and for us to kind of, you know, and I, I love Selena Majors and, and how she comes from old school wrestling. I mean, as I was trained by the best, Selena has been around and I mean, she's just, you could, you could see. So I'm so proud that it's gotten the, the respect that it finally has gotten. Um, for me with WOW, again, I'm very, I have a very specific story. I came in, I was with WOW only. I didn't know any of the other you know, independent thing that was going around and you know, certain things that happen that, I don't know, like just uh, David McLean and Selena just really kept us safe. It really was w the world of women of, of WOW. You know, it was our world, it was our planet and anything went and he kept us safe. And I was always gracious for that because there's a lot of stories that go on out there. And um, so as far as women's wrestling glow on television, it kind of gives an idea of what we've gone through. I mean, that's pretty much our story, you know, athletic women, actors, and, you know, um, so I'm proud to say that I, I want to see WOW just continue to take off. Did you watch the original Glow when it was out in the, you know, back in the day? I did. I, like I said, my parents, I was, uh, I was in Queens or the Bronx on one weekend and I was in Long Island for going to school. Um, so that was something that I would, uh, wake up to. I just didn't know, like, I was just so glorified with like the characters, you know, and the, and the wrestling. I wanted more wrestling though. Like I remember being like, I remember thinking as a kid, like I could do better than that. Like, who are you? <laughs> what would you say you've learned most from your time at WOW and meeting David McLean? Um... It changed my life. Um, it's funny, you know, I call David McLean McLean. I'm the only one who calls him McLean and he lets me get away with it. Um, he taught, well, first of all, I'm an actor today. I mean, I've always been an actor, but um, I learned so much about character development and intention and why I'm doing something. And, and what am I going to get out of it? I mean, that's what makes great characters and why Selena is, is a genius with setting up storylines. Cause it's about the story. You, you want to care about the wrestler. You want to care if she's going to win. You want to care if he's going to lose, she's going to lose, or, you know, why are they doing this? What's the setup? You know, what's the, so I learned so much about psychology of, of, the, of the match and this mini story. I mean, it's like a mini short film and you know i look at selena as this you know director of all these mini short films and it goes on and on and to me, i really think differently as far as character and 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 then and in life you know like you know why are you going to do something and how are you going to do it and how you go about it makes you the villain or or the hero Exactly. Character development is so important because you have to be invested in these characters. You have to, you know, really love these characters in order to keep watching. 
let's just say for some reason you didn't get to be Loka and you had to be somebody else. Is there a particular character from the show that you wished you had a chance to be? <laughs> uh, to be honest with you, nope. <laughs> um but I, as far as like let me see i mean because you know like i said i let me see who would i love to to be hanging around i mean jungle girls always a awesome you know especially like i'm such an animal person and like and she's just such a strong wrestler so if any she was fantastic you know who i really loved to was becky becky the former's daughter was an incredible yeah. wrestler becky was great she was something um i loved her, her her athleticism and her commitment um so that would be fun that would be fun to you know but as far as like, i think i gravitate more towards like the jungle more animalistic things so jungle girl whew, if i could even possibly she's a she's a she's a freak of nature that woman now we did see that there has been some tag team tournament recently on wow but you weren't involved in it. So are you still with WOW? You know, it's one of those things where, you know, the world of wrestling, what I love about it is the mystery. It's, you know, what what is really happening, what is not really happening. And I love that. I, I'm someone that, of surprise, of twists and, and patience. So in this, in the world of wrestling, it's like, you know what? everything sometimes you don't know if something is planned or not planned and i love that and so right now you know we're 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 lingering we're lingering so it's 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 never over until until pigs fly so what you are doing though in the meantime is some acting so can you tell us a little bit about that Yes, absolutely. I am with the Actors Lab. Um, you can look that up uh, under JD Lewis. I've been studying under him since since two thousand, actually. Right, right when I when I booked wrestling, I was <laughs> I was like the the actor in the beginners class that booked this television show, and everyone was like, "What is going on?" Um, so I learned a lot, like I said, with the parallels of character development and psychology of acting. And I also teach uh, the beginner's class, obviously right now uh, on Zoom, which is a great thing to just keep keep momentum, keep it going. Um, and I also teach, uh, I assist and teach special needs. My niece is a Down syndrome and it's my favorite time of the week of my life. Like anything can be going on. It, it just dissipates when I check in with, uh, they're called born to act players. And uh, Mary Rings is the instructor and any actor that you see on television, special needs has come through this school. And it's just my absolute honor to learn, to teach everything I've learned to, to these special needs students because they, they, they understand the moment that it's a as actors and as humans we want to know oh keep in the present stay in the moment they teach me that you know here we are going oh you know they're they're slow no they're they're ahead they're bored they're sitting here trying to teach us of patience and love and happiness and you know here we are like do 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 so it's my greatest joy ever so what were some of the projects that you were in 
Um, let's see. After uh, Wow, I went and um, I was still studying at the Actors Lab, and I booked um, Veronica Mars. Is probably my perhaps people most know me in in, in the acting world as Fern Delgado. Um, all my scenes were with Kristen Bell. Uh, she was wonderful to work with. Um, they were setting me up for um, being a series regular. And then the show went and canceled on me. Um, but it was such a great experience. Um, I still talk to the two of the other girls on there. Um, I, I would see Kristen Bell here and there, um, just out in, in different events or whatnot. Um, I also did Nip Tuck, Weeds, that was super fun with uh, Mary Louise Parker. Um, and I remember my agent telling me like, she's very particular, you know, she likes to be to herself. Don't, you know, don't talk to her unless she talks to you. And I was like, okay, cool. And we were in our scene. That happened to be when they were in New York. So of course me being from New York was very easy to slip into my New Yorkness. And uh, we were talking about the scene and she went and introduced herself to me. She's like, hi, I'm Mary Louise. And in my head, I'm like, oh my God. I'm like, hi, you know. And at the end of the scene, I, I walked over to her, very high school of me. I was like, can you sign my script? And uh, she said, absolutely. And she wrote, you're a star. And of course I still have that. Um, so it was, you know, everyone's experience with different actors. You can't really listen to the grapevine. It's, it's your own experience. Um, I did Southland, um, The Game, Pooch Hall, and um, commercials, I've done a Jack in the Box commercial and some hair commercials and stuff like that. But I love a stage show too. I do a show called Chico's Angels, stage show for the last 17 years. And I uh, do over the top characters. Uh, but the, the three angels are played by men. And there's Quesadilla, Frida-Lay, and Chita Parole. So it's very silly, silly, silly stuff. Um, I impersonate Charro. I play an old Mexican, uh, an old lady, a prison guard. All I love over the top characters and stuff. You can check that out. Oh. Chicosangels.com. Check that out. And uh, what else? Theactorslab.com too. That's where I where I study and teach. If you guys are interested to come teach, <laughs> I'll teach you. Okay, and now it's time for the lightning round. Oh. So what I'm going to do is I'm going to name you a couple things and you tell me which one you prefer. Okay. So we're going to start off with a little bit country or a little bit rock and roll. A little bit rock and roll. Jogging or hiking? Hiking. Hiking. An email or a letter? Oh, I love letters. Would you rather be the passenger or the driver? Come on now, Mike. I'm a driver. That's right. Football or basketball? Football. Oh, my dog says football too. Would you rather drive a car or a truck? Hmm, a truck. I had a 61 Chevy. Who would you rather have judge you? Judge Judy or Simon Cowell? Judge Judy. Oh, wait, I don't know about that, Loka. Do you really <laughs> want Judge Judy to be the judge? She could lock you up. We share something. We share it. She'll, she'll feel me. <laughs> Pancakes or waffles? Mm, waffles are fun. A pen or a pencil? Pen. Train or plane? Train. Jeopardy or Wheel of Fortune? Jeopardy. Comedy or drama? 
comedy. Yes, I love comedy too. <laughs> Thank you so much for joining us today. I had a blast. Can you tell everybody what your contact information is if anybody wants to get in contact with you? Uh, thank you so much, Mike. I had such a great time today. Um, yeah, I have my handle on Instagram is shareloca375, and my Twitter is at shareferrera, and Facebook, same thing, shareferrera. Hit me up. I'm available. All right. Thank you again for joining us. Thank you guys for watching, and we will talk to you all soon, everybody. Keep it right here for some more great interviews. Bye, everybody. Bye.